what it is, guys. Your boy, Alan here with an episode of Alan Eisen. Today, we got the reaction for the NFL Draft 2021. This time, we got a little bit of twist of it. Today, we got the special guest, my boy, Jasael Jimenez. How you doing, bro? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. But, you know, I decided to add my boy into this episode because he's a great football fan, big Raiders fan. Got to have that diversity in there. So let's start it off with the first pick of Jacksonville Jaguar selecting Trevor Lawrence. I am, you're the guest, so you go first. What's your opinion on it? I think my opinion for the Trevor Lawrence pick was probably the biggest need for Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think that deserves a, a letter grade of an A. I think I'm really happy for them and the Jacksonville Jaguar fans. I'll say the same thing. Like, I mean, obviously it was a pick that they needed, like you said, that, you know, they needed a quarterback. And I think it's a pick that everyone's been expecting. We're probably we're not really going to get into detail on this pick because everyone expected this pick. It had been like months, yeah. months of speculation that he was, they were going to go. And, and supposedly there was rumors that uh, Urban Meyer already gave him the playbook and the charity and everything. So uh, it's not about if you want to, you know, you want to comment on it, like, of his physical, like if you like Trevor Lawrence or anything like that, Giselle? Uh, I think I think the way he just throws the ball and I think his throwing arm, I think the commentators in the NFL draft were uh, like speaking about how the way um, Trevor Lawrence throws the ball, um, as you can see in the college final um, last season, uh, he, he outclassed uh, Mac Jones from Alabama. And personally, I think he has a gun, has an arm, and I think he will be probably a top-tier quarterback um, and then NFL, once he gets um, sort of used to the atmosphere of how the NFL is surrounded uh, by, like, talent. Uh, I'd say the same, you know. Like, I mean, everyone has had him, like, high prospects for years now. And I think he will do good in the NFL. I don't think he'll reach, like, those comparisons of Peyton Manning and John Elway. But I think he'll be yeah. a pretty, very good starter in the NFL. The second pick – yes, I do. <laughs> for the second pick – the New York Jets selected Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. What do you think of that? I think Zach Wilson. Um, I think the Jets. Oh, was that a quarterback too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was? Okay. So I think Zach Wilson is another top-tier quarterback. Um, I saw some of the highlights of him. I think he's a pretty good quarterback. I don't think he's Trevor Lawrence uh, type or maybe Trevor Lawrence. Sometimes I feel like he's overhyped. Uh, but I think all these quarterbacks in the first round were pretty good. So I think I'll give that um, an, an A, too. I think an A- minus somewhere around there. Um, but I think um, the Jets definitely needed another quarterback, too, because Sam Darnold, is, he's good, but he's very inconsistent, and they need a real leader to lead the team next season. I mean, I would say that if I were the Jets, I wouldn't select Zach Wilson. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I think he's talented and everything. And yeah. there, those comparisons to Rodgers is, like, very accurate. Like, he has, like, the same throwing motion. His uh, footwork's the same. Like, very uh, similar. But I'd say, for me, I, if I were the Jets, I would have chosen Justin Fields. Just because I think uh, Wilson has a lot of durability issues. And, you know, he doesn't really come from competition. BYU really didn't have a lot of great competition. But I see why the Jets selected him because, you know, he has a lot of talent. And I probably could translate the NFL. I think he landed in the worst situation, though, because the Jets have, like, nobody. Who's going to help him? Who's going to help him, Jiz? Who's going to help him? 
So I'm not really a big, I'm not really a big fan of the pick, but I mean, that's the Jets. That's the Jets. I mean, they needed a quarterback, but I mean, you can't really blame them. Every team is yeah. different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, for the third pick, my San Francisco 49ers selected Trey Lance. What are our rivals thinking about this pick? Uh, I mean, from my perspective, I think, um, well, I mean, I'm happy for you guys, but, like, I'm not going to hate, like, about the pick. But I think you guys definitely needed a quarterback because a lot of 49er fans, I heard them. Um, I think I speak for all that. A lot of 49er fans were saying that Jimmy Garoppolo was sort of uh, declining in his career. Like, he wasn't doing as good. He was throwing a lot of picks. He was doing a lot of clumsy stuff. But I still think he's a good quarterback. Uh, but I think he's more of a backup quarterback, like how he was in New England to Tom Brady. But I think uh, the 49ers pick was uh, a grade A+. Plus. I think that was heavily needed um, because they're going to be a good NFL team the next season. So watch out for them. Thank you. Look at that. Our Raiders fans speaking good about our pick, guys. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> but I'm going to have to agree, man. I also... I mean, would just say like this, bro. I'm a big fan of Justin Fields, and I wanted the Niners to select him. But I think Trey Lance is a better pick than picking Mac Jones. Trey Lance, man, he's he hasn't had a lot of reps in college, but that man got accuracy. He's mobile. He's big. He has great football IQ. I, I already said he's athletic, man. I think Shanahan will develop him well. Will play under Jimmy like probably the first year. And then I think like later into the year, probably like around week eight or week nine, they'll take off Jenny, Jimmy, put in Trey Lance, and he'll be a full year starter for next year. Yeah, I agree. Done. For the fourth pick, the Atlanta Falcons chose Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. What you got? What you say? Um, I mean, I don't really like, like I feel like it was a good pick. I think I might rate this one a B. Uh, I'm not really a like I don't really know about um, that tight end Pitts, but I think he is he is like I heard a lot of commentators say that he was a really good tight end. He's he's huge like he's he's huge, and I think he's a good he's a good tight end. It's just he doesn't have that Kelsey speed or he doesn't have that Darren Waller speed or he doesn't have that like tight end feel in my opinion. But I think overall it's still a good um is a good pick for the Atlanta Falcons because they have Julio Jones, they have Kevin Ridley, they have Matt Ryan. Um they have a good offensive weapons and I think the only thing they needed was a tight end. So I think um the Atlanta front office did a good job in picking that uh, draft pick. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that evaluation there, my friend. Because <laughs> I think I mean, a lot of people have said, you know, I've watched him like in a game. But a lot of commentators, you know, have said that this man's like the best prospect at tight end ever, you know, and I think he's pretty good. And I'll say that this is a good pick for Atlanta, but I don't think Atlanta should have gone with him. But, you know, because he adds, like you said, you know, that they have Julio Jones and they already have these weapons. So he already adds like a explosive thing to their offense. But this is the problem because their offense might average 40 points, but their defense is trash. So they're probably going to average giving up 40 points each game. That's actually true. Because so, Atlanta defense gave up so many points, so many comebacks. It was a disaster. Exactly. So, like, I don't think – I mean, 
they did it because Kyle Pitts is like one of the best prospects ever. So like if he drops down to you, well, you get him. But I mean, I think they should have done it on defense. But I mean, if he's free, you go get him. For number five pick, Cincinnati Bengals selected Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. What you think, Giselle? I think that one deserves a. I think that one deserves an A, in my opinion. Uh, people might not agree on that one, but I feel like the Bengals do need a receiver because I don't feel like there's there's an all star player in the Bengals, unless you uh, you want, uh, you know, Green, but. And most of the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't really have offensive weapons or nor do they have defensive weapons. So I think a receiver who's a rookie um, could start developing, like, um, high stats um, in Cincinnati. So I think that one is going to be, for me, an A-plus uh, for Cincinnati because they desperately need uh, a receiver. I, mean, I agree with you on that, that they do need a wide receiver. I think everyone knew they needed a wide receiver. Like, Jamar Chase is a great pick. Like, he's all-around receiver. He's probably, like, the top three receiver in the draft for sure. But, you know, I still would have went – if I were Bengals, I would have went uh, O-line because, I mean, it, does it really matter if he has a – if Joe Burrow has a wide receiver but he can't throw to him because he's getting sacked? That really matter. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Joe Burrow. He's an off- – I mean, he's, a, he's an offensive weapon, but I don't feel like he showed. That's why I didn't say Cincinnati had offensive weapons. Um, yet, I think I should have corrected that because um, Joe Burrow, I saw like he had good stats and good throwing stats, but I don't feel like his like his career like like shined his first year. I mean, I know he's a rookie, but he got injured, so that and that really sucked. When I saw him go down, I was kind of sad, but I don't feel like he's an offensive weapon yet. I feel like he still needs more years into him, but I feel yeah. like the adding the receiver is gonna help. Well, yeah, for sure, because, you know, they, they went to LSU together, so they already have that chemistry, you know, help them out. But, I mean, but I think they're going to be a great duo, but I'm just saying because like, I would have gone an offensive lineman to help protect them, but it's not a bad pick. For number six, the Miami Dolphins selected Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Um, for me, it was a receiver, right? Yeah. Uh. I feel like the Miami Dolphins do need a receiver. Um, they, I think they really do. Yeah, I think they do. Uh, looking at their yeah. offen- offense last year, it was good. But behind Fitzpatrick, um, but I don't really think they might put Fitzpatrick there, but they might put um, Tua. Like a, yeah, Tua. Uh, they might start him more. Even though Fitzpatrick is a pretty good quarterback. I like that magic that he throws. He literally threw a bomb to the radio game. No, I'm telling you, Tua like, is going to be the first. Tua is going to be the starter. He has to be. They, they, he's yeah. like sixth overall pick last year. They're going to put him as starter. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. But I think a receiver would uh, sort of add more depth into that offensive uh, weapon with Tua and um, sort of like open up more of the playbook because they have like an actual elite receiver, or it could he could become an elite receiver um, in Miami. And I think he would enjoy it there. So I think I'm going to grade that a – possibly for me, it would be like a B, B minus. And that's my opinion. I see. But I'm going with – I think he's a pretty good pick. I don't think he's the best receiver in this draft, but I see why they chose him because he has that already that chemistry, like previous I said. But this one with Tua, both Alabama boys, so they already got that chemistry. 
But Jalen Waddle, explosive dude. He could do punt return. He could do kick return. He's in. He's all around the offense. He's like Tyreek, very comparable. He'll blow the top off a of defense. I think it's a pretty good pick by the Dolphins. Number seven, Detroit Lions selected offensive tackle Penny Soul. This guy's NFL ready to go in. He's gonna protect Jared Goff. He's he has little, you know, like not his hand movement. I mean, his hand hand placement. My bad. His hand placement will be worked on. But I mean, that's pretty easy to fix up, and he's good. What you think, Julian? Uh, I think Benesol for a draft pick. I think that was good. I feel like there was still a better offensive line. I don't know. That's just that's just me. Um, but I think he's a, he's a good he's a good um, offensive lineman. But um, I would grade that as A plus because I feel like the Detroit Lions really do need offensive line. Um, there's a lot of teams that need offensive line actually, but for the Detroit Lions, I think they do need offensive line because that's what they struggled mostly on offensive uh, side of the ball because they were unable to put up points uh, majority of the matches. And when they put up points a lot, um, a lot of teams like were to catch up, especially on a lot of Thanksgiving games. They just always got slapped by the Steelers or, or by other teams um, or by the Cowboys. But um, I think it was an overall a good pick. I think the offensive lineman would help, you know, shield the gate for uh, Matthew Stanford. Number eight, got the Carolina Panthers choosing J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. To me, he's the best press man corner in this win, man-to-man. He could, like, lock down any receiver. Very physical. He reminds me of a linebacker and not like a linebacker and like his how he's built because he's short. He's smaller than a linebacker, but he man tackles like a linebacker. He's that physical, good in the run game. He's starting cornerback day one. I think the Panthers nailed this draft pick if they, since they needed a corner. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree. I think for me, I think that was a, for sure now. I think the Panthers really need. Um, it was a cornerback, right? It was a CB. Yeah. yeah, I think the Panthers do need help on defense. I think the Panthers didn't do horrible last year, but I feel like with Christian McCaffrey in the offensive, I feel like a defensive pick was uh, pretty good. Number nine, Denver Broncos selected Patrick Sertan, the second from Alabama, cornerback. Also, bro, for me, also a straight starting cornerback, fundamentals, got technique, physical in the run game. His father played in the NFL, and I'm pretty biased when it comes to Alabama. So this guy's pro-ready. Patrick Sertan, he's going to help the Broncos win straight off. What do you think? I think I think the Broncos did know this one. I think they do need defensive weapons um, a lot of the time because I feel like on offense, they, they're sort of already not really settled. I think a receiver would – Help them because they already have Jerry Judy. They have uh, Justin. Uh, no, no, it's not Justin Herbert. They have uh, Drew Locke. But I feel like Drew Locke is eventually going to get out because kind of sucks. I don't know if Van Rogers is going to go, but um, I feel like they do need defensive weapons, and I think that would help them. Even though I'm a Raiders fan, I don't really want them to get weapons. <laughs> but uh, you know, I can't really be biased to the Broncos because you know that's a good thing. Let's stay on that Aaron Rodgers situation because you know it did come out. Yesterday morning in the draft news that Aaron Rodgers 
fully like yeah. actually said that he wanted to leave the Packers and that his trade destinations were the Niners, the Broncos, uh, the Raiders, and I forgot what other team. Those were his trade destinations, but the Packers didn't pull it through. And right now it's supposedly that the Broncos and the Packers have a close deal to get this trade off. I mean, I don't think it's happened because it hasn't happened yet. So I don't think it will happen. But see, what do you think, Giselle? What do you think? I think Aaron Rodgers can go to some some other team, but I feel like it's kind of I feel really bad for Aaron Rodgers because like he deserves like last year I really wanted the Green Bay Packers to win the the Super Bowl. Like like even though the Raiders were out, I still kind of rooted for Aaron Rodgers because um, there's not that much times that you see Aaron Rodgers up there because he always gets um, uh, beat, like, when he always goes into the – he goes into the playoffs and he gets beat. Like, he got beat by the Niners. And then this time he got eventually – he was able to go up there. But his um, – I think his team did let him down defensively. Um, so that's why he was in a serious um, crisis with Green Bay. Um, but then there's also news here in Bleacher Report. I just pulled up Twitter that mm-hmm. – Aaron Rodgers is really considering retiring because of the serious consideration uh, that he has with Green Bay and their front office. And because Green Bay front, front office and their management is so bad that they don't draft the right picks that Aaron Rodgers wants. Um, so he's thinking of retiring. I don't really want him to retire at all. Yeah, that's my thought. Yeah, I see that. I mean, yeah, I, I did hear that about that. They did consider retiring, like all you just said about the. That he's mad with management and everything. So let's see what happens. Let's see if he actually does move on or if he stays. But yeah. oh, I would want to see Aaron Rodgers win that Super Bowl. Number 10. This was originally the Cowboys pick, but the Eagles traded it. So the Cowboys got in return for the 10th pick. They got a 12th overall pick and a third round pick for this year's draft. The Eagles selected Devontae Smith, wide receiver, Alabama, I personally don't think they needed to trade up for Devontae. I think they could have got him at 12, but maybe they were scared that the Giants were going to snatch him up. But for me, he's the best all-around wide receiver. You could take off his weight, whatever, those concerns. He won the Heisman. He won the Belenkikoff Award. He had, like, broke the yards and reception records in the SEC and and college football this year. I think it was a great pick. And, again, Alabama bias comes in. So, I like the pick for the Eagles. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that one. I think the Eagles – yeah, I, I actually agree, too, with them trading up. I thought like that was sort of a waste. but Because um, I still feel like um, Devontae Smith uh, was going to go more um, into the draft, like deeper into the draft. And I think the Eagles would be able to snatch him uh, before the Giants or the or the Cowboys. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. I think that's an A plus right there. But a big trade, a big trade at the 11th when the Bears trade up to the 11th spot, they traded to the Giants, the 20th overall pick, a fifth round pick of 2021, and the first and fourth round picks for 2022 and selected Justin Fields. For me, is a great deal for the Bears. Ryan Pace, the general manager, only gave – think about this. He only gave up one first-round pick for a guy like Fields at 11. So they're going to pay him less millions of dollars to be a starting quarterback. 
it's a good deal. Matt Nagy, don't screw this up. This man has everything. This man got accuracy. This man has mobility. This man has he's dropping, so he has a chip on his shoulder. Don't screw this up, Matt Nagy. Yeah, he sh- he really should not screw up because uh, we're already like seeing people who are gonna be listening to this. We're already seeing how Mitch Trubisky is. Uh, Mitch Trubisky like really had his career in, in the Chicago Bears. He was like terribly bad. Like his throws were awful, and I thought like that was on coach. That was on coaching and stuff. But that was actually on him too. But I think Justin Fields will, would in my personal opinion, would turn around the Bills. I mean, not the Bills, the Bears franchise and sort of make them go up because the Bears already have a sort of good defense. They have a good, they have some offensive weapons. And I feel like Justin Fields would, is the right quarterback for that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We agree on that. For number 12, the Dallas Cowboys selected Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State, with Sertan gone, but the Cowboys, it was rumored the Cowboys wanted them since he was gone already. Cowboys, especially specifically Jerry Jones, was like, we know we can trade down, get an extra pick, and still get our number two guy on the prospect deal. That's actually a good deal by the Cowboys, even though I hate them. Got to give them credit for that. Best, they got the best linebacker in the draft. He stands out on tape, on TV. He's like a bigger Devin White. And I know how much Giselle likes Devin White. He's just He's a bigger Devin White. That's my oh, comparison. Yeah. I'm a big Devin White fan in that Super Bowl. He was everywhere. I can't stress that enough. I wish the Raiders picked up a pick up a good linebacker in the draft, but we gotta hope so. For number thirteen, the Los Angeles Chargers selected Rashawn Slater, offensive line, Northwestern. This this literally my my just my comparison with him, bro. Just, he's a big dude, great feet, gotta protect Herbert. That's all my thing on him. That's literally my whole thing on him. Yeah, me too, honestly, because I think the Chargers don't really need uh, much. I feel like they could still get some defensive people, but overall I think um, offensive line is needed. But once again, I don't want to be biased either because this is the division of the AFC uh, where the Raiders are. So um, the Chargers getting more offensive linemen to help shield Justin Herbert when we, as Raiders fans and Raider players, struggle to get even, you know, we already know that the Raiders struggle to uh, get pass rush, so even adding the offensive line will uh, be even harder for us, but no bias, though. I think the pick is super good, and I think Justin Herbert will finally be able to throw some dots. Mm-hmm. 414, the New York Jets selected Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive lineman, USC. This man is a huge man. Very huge. Good guy, good. Got good feet also. He has work on his hands though, but all look, the Jets are already getting protection for Zach Wilson, so it's a good pick. I agree with that one too. You said something about like um, that he had to protect his hands or something, or he has a. No, he has to have like a get well with his hands, like you know how hand placement and stuff. Oh yeah. So what? He had too much flags and stuff. Yeah, you know, like when he's like hand fighting in the trenches with yeah. the defensive linemen, they could get past these. They could get past him easily when they're doing swim moves. Yeah, because and... I didn't really see no highlights. I know about the hand movements and stuff. How people have to be 
Uh, I don't really know. I don't even see highlights of offensive linemen, but um, I think it's a it's a good pick to protect some Zach Wilson in the Jets. Or yeah, it was the Jets, right? Yeah. Yeah. At fifteen, the New England Patriots selected Mac Jones. What you think about this one, Giselle? Ooh, Mac Jones. Honestly, kind of a lot of people were comparing him to Tom Brady. How you know they were showing some like pictures between like body shape. How Mac Jones when um, when he was like had no shirt on, he was sort of like you know he wasn't fit. He was sort of fat. Like how Tom Brady came out and uh, Tom Brady, we already know he wasn't drafted in the first like the overall like Trevor Lawrence. He wasn't drafted like that, but he was drafted way deep into the in the draft, but he still came out to be a seven times. Six, six round, 199th pick overall. Six round. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was way deep in there. Uh, but he still came out to be a seven time Super Bowl champion. The GOAT. And honestly, yeah, he's the GOAT. Honestly, I don't, I think Mac Jones is a good quarterback. He still got smacked though in, by Kemp Clemson um, <laughs> in the college, in the cha- uh, college championship, but I still feel like he's a good quarterback, and I think Bill Belichick will whip him up into probably a good quarterback. Um, and watch out for Bill Belichick because I still feel like he really wants to go to that Super Bowl badly. So watch out for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, he's doing the same thing. You know, I, he, I expected him to fall here because he fits in great with Belichick and the Patriots. He has good football IQ, quick release. He's a saving player. That's what Belichick loves. So it's gonna be perfect, and I think. He fits in right in. It's like they never missed a beat. So like like you said, you know, Belichick wants to win that Super Bowl. He wants to even it up with Tom. It's gonna be a great. It's gonna be look like it's gonna be a good year for the Patriots. See what they bring up. Yep. At number sixteen, the Arizona Cardinals selected Saban Collins, linebacker. I think uh, where's he from? Uh, the oh damn, I really forgot where he's from. <laughs> the school he's from. But anyways, surprised by this pick, thought they would choose a higher graded linebacker. You know, but Collins will help him out in the front seven. So let's see how it ends up. Um, I think Collins for the Arizona Cardinals, I think they do need a linebacker. Um because um looking back on their season for Arizona, I think they were gonna make it big. I think Kyler Murray was a good quarterback, but then the Cardinals sort of uh I think they sort of essentially kind of decline. Like I really, I really thought they were going to be in the playoffs because they have Kyler Murray. They have, um, they had a good running back. They had Kenny uh, Drake, but now he's with the Raiders. Uh, they had Larry Fitzgerald. They have DeAndre Hopkins. Like I felt like they were going to go to the playoffs, but adding, um, but now they didn't make it. But I think this pick is an A plus for them. I think um, adding more defensive. Uh, weapons instead of his offensive weapons is going to be a good outlook for them. Mm-hmm. 17 Las Vegas Raiders selected Alex Leatherwood, offensive lineman, Alabama. I'm going to let the Raiders fans speak on this one. Okay, so I already know that I don't really speak for, well, I speak for, I don't speak for everybody, but for every Raider fan, I feel like this. Um, I do speak for everyone right here in this statement. I'm going to say, I think that this uh, pick was a reach. I think John Gruden and Mike Mayock, I think they really reached with this one. I feel like everybody was shocked because you know how the Raiders are. Uh, you know how these, uh, we already know Raider fans 
if you guys are listening to this, we already know how Gruden and Mike May apart. Uh, they drafted Cleaner and Farrell in the first round last year or last season. And it was a shocker. Like, no one celebrated. No one knew who that was. Um, and I think this one was sort of a reach. I felt like we could have went into the second round or third round and picked up this guy because he was a good offensive lineman, but I felt like there were still more offensive linemen in the in the draft that were much better than him. But I, I still think he was a good one. And don't get me wrong, though, the Raiders – need some offensive linemen because we sold Rodney Hudson. We sold uh, Gabe Jackson. So our offensive line is like bad. Like we have right now um, only Richie Incognito. We have Colin Miller um, who are still good, but adding that offensive lineman would shield Carr because sometimes we already know that Carr sometimes always gets like a little pussy when, you know, there's always uh, uh, offensive uh, or not offensive, defensive pass rushers always rushing in. He always, you know, gets scared to run because he has flashbacks of when he broke his fibula. Uh, but I feel like I always try to, like, always want to know that um, cars should, like, just run the ball. Like, they always run it. But I think overall this pick was, for me, I think it was, like, a B-. minus. I think it was a good pick. Don't get me wrong. I, we really need offensive linemen, but all Raider fans, we all know that we need defensive. Like, we always lost games to defense, 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 defense. Like, every time, this defense was complete shit. Like, every – like, I can't name the amount of times we lost just because defense gave up 30 or more points. We were probably the worst offense or – no, probably the worst defense um, in the NFL season and giving up points per game. And uh, I felt like this – I feel like Gruden and Mike Mayock – should have got a, a cornerback or a, a or like a linebacker or, or def, like a free safety or a strong safety or something like that. Um, but I think um, I'm not going to say anything bad though. But I still feel like this pick is not bad, nor is it good. But um, I think it's all right, you know, in my opinion. Look at that, the Raiders fan throwing out his heart in there. <laughs> but you know what? I agree with you on that. On like John Gruden, bro. I think John Gruden's overrated. That's my opinion. I think he's overrated. Yeah. I, and, I think he's a little bit, yeah. And like you said, he reaches a lot. I think he does reach a lot. He has a he has a bias for Alabama and Clemson players for some reason. Yeah, I know. That's I'm not easy. He literally just always wants to get Clemson and Alabama players. Probably because there's the two best colleges. Whatever. Yeah, so so I mean like I'm not saying it's a bad pick because you know, Alabama bias again. I think Alex Woodward <laughs> is pretty good and he shows up. And good, and he shows up big in big moments. So I mean, like, don't get him wrong, but they probably could have got him like a second round or third round. So yep. the value is not there. But I see, man. At eighteen, Miami Dolphins selected Jamin Phillips, edge rusher. He stays in Miami. You know, he's from Miami University. So with the departure of Kyle Van Noy, they get some help to pressure quarterback. He's lean. He's tall. He needs some help though, but. They could develop him. Brian Flowers could develop him. Um, so that was a – what was his position? Defensive end. Defensive end, and that was for the uh, – What Dolphins. team was that one? The Dolphins. And yeah, Dolphins again. Um, I still feel like mm, – Yeah, you see what the Dolphins are doing? They, they picked up um, – They picked up a receiver, but then, like, right after they picked up um, – a defensive end, but for us, you know, like for the Raiders fans, uh, we didn't really need defensive weapons. 
or defensive end because we already got one from mm-hmm. Baltimore Jacksonville. But I still feel like this pick for the Dolphins was pretty good. Um, I think the Dolphins really need defensive end rushers because the Dolphins had pretty good defense, I think, last year, if I'm not mistaken. It was all right, though. Um, but I still this defensive end rusher was is going to be good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Number 19, the Washington football team selected. I mean, Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. He's a speedy guy. He can help out that front seven real quick. I'm be honest with you, I didn't watch a lot of tape on him. I just watched like the, the some of the film that they showed in the draft, and he looked pretty good. So I think he'll help out. I think like he looks speed to me, so he'll help out that front seven. Yeah, I agree with that too. I think uh, my my opinion. I think I would give that a probably like a B, which is a B. Um, I think it would help out Washington uh, behind Sam Younger um, and the other cornerbacks that are shining on that Washington team. Twenty. The New York Giants selected Kadarius Toney, wide receiver. I think it's pretty good, good for the Giants. Extra weapon for Daniel Jones. He's like a hybrid of receiver, bro. He runs routes. He's smaller, but he's speedy. He can do a lot of things. And this gets another weapon for Daniel Jones. So Daniel Jones better he better do something with it. Better do something with it. Yeah, that's true. He better do something with it because the Giants were – well, we already know the Giants were. I, I thought the Giants were going to win the whole, the whole, you know, the whole division between the Cowboys, Washington, and Eagles. But I think Daniel Jones would needs to use them good. I agree that he needs to use them. Even the coach, though, the coach had to do some routes with him. Though. So mm-hmm. yeah. For sure, for sure. At twenty one, the Indianapolis Colts selected Quiddy Pay, edge rusher, Michigan. Bro had a fascinating story, man. Fascinating story. He was like a he was a refugee, bro. Like in a refugee camp. Yeah. He lived there for years and he told his mom that he was gonna make it to the NFL and he was gonna retire her. And he said that yesterday. So props to him. He also but in football uh, terms, he gives help he gives help to that uh, defensive lineman with DeForest Buckner, sack the quarterback for pressure on them. He's a big man, he's twitchy. He'll get some sacks. Yeah, I agree with that too. Uh, I can't really, or no, I let me rephrase that. I can't really agree because I don't really know who that is that much. <laughs> but uh, uh, the the Saints picked him, right? No, uh, the Colts. The Colts. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know about him, but I saw like one highlight of him, but uh, I I really can't really put my opinion on it. But I think I might just grade that a a B. Um, because I don't really know. I can't really, um, you know, state my opinion, which is something I don't know. So that's just... Even though you said you didn't really know, I think a B is actually pretty great for him because, like, you know, he's not, like, yeah. the big edge rusher, but he's yeah. gonna he's pretty good for, like, at 21. 22, Tennessee Titans selected Caleb Farley, cornerback of Virginia Tech. Tennessee Titans, right? Since Tennessee Titans, since they cut Malcolm Butler, they need another corner. And this corner, he got great ball skills. He played wide receiver before, so he knows what the receiver's looking at, what he wants. He could beat him to the spot. Pretty good pick at 23 when he was, like, rated, like, the third best corner. So Pretty good at 22. Yeah, he was rated three. Yeah. yeah, they really do need the Titans, I think. 
because if they let go of Butler, I didn't really know about that. Uh, but if they did let go of Butler, um, I still, I uh, yeah, I definitely agree they needed that quarterback. And they I did. think the Titans will will um, be another big team if they go all out with uh, uh, with defense. But still, I feel like they struggle with defense, even though they have a good defense. Uh, they didn't really struggle like too much. They just kind of struggle a little bit sometimes, but. Um, I think going defense in some rounds and going offense in some rounds would help the Titans. I like that. You know, Tennessee, they're a weird team. Like, I don't think – I don't see them as, like, a great team, but I see them as a good team. Like, they'll do something in the playoffs. But Super Bowl contenders, no. <laughs> no? Not at all? No. No. Oh, they were close, but, you know, they – they 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 always choke. Like I don't know. They're just like another Falcons. They always choke. Exactly. So yeah. But at twenty three, continuing on, on twenty three, the Vikings selected Christian Darisol, offensive tackle. I'm also be honest on this one, right? I didn't really see a lot of tape, but you know, a little bit that I saw. He's a big boy. He's there to boost the run and help out Kirk. Yeah. I think games, I, I feel like Kirk Cousins was getting sacked a lot. I don't know if there's any Vikings fans listening to this, but for me, like I saw sometimes Kirk Cousins um, always got sacked. Every time I watch like some games about them, like, I always seem to get sacked. So I think they definitely needed this pick. So yeah, props to the Vikings on getting this one. 24. Pittsburgh Steelers. Me and Giselle, man, we know a lot of Pittsburgh fans. They yep. selected... Najee Harris. This man, Alabama, running back. All right. This man, upgrade on Connor. Since Connor's not on the team anymore, upgrade on him. He's a great all-around back. He could catch at the backfield. He could you could just give him a straight up ball and he'll run like an old school uh running back. Got patience. This could be gonna be a great weapon for Big Ben. And I mean it's a great pick. I mean, a lot of fans wanted offensive line better. You know, because they their offense line is, is pretty trash right now with people retiring and people leaving. You know, Marcus Pouncey left and everything, and I think uh, Alejandro Villanueva is gonna leave. So they wanted of oh, offensive lineman, but I think Najee's a great pick for them because you know you get offensive lineman, you could get him in free agency. So it's not really like a big deal to get to like draft one, but getting Najee Harris, you're not gonna find Najee in every draft. So great pick from the Steelers. Yeah, I, think I agree with uh, this too. Well, I think definitely needed offensive line because uh, big slow and my bad. But he's like he's you know, he's slow. It's like another Tom Brady who can't really run. So I feel like um, I feel like they mm. should. Right, so I'm gonna give that a seat. Sorry for the stupid hands. I'm gonna. Give... Twenty-five Jacksonville Jaguars selected Travis Etienne, running back, uh, Clemson. This is Trevor Lawrence's running back. They're already cool. They already got that chemistry. Just gives depth at the running back position for the Jaguars as they have James Robinson. So pretty good pick. Yeah, I think the Jaguars needed a running back because um, Leonard Fournette is not there anymore because he was a yeah, but, but I mean, but they got James Robinson. And he's undrafted, but I mean, he's pretty good. So, yeah, I don't really see them as Jaguar games, um, unless they play the Raiders. I don't. 
I mean, I didn't either, but I seen James Robinson and all those guys pretty good. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really, I can't really speak for that. Um, but I think this guy is gonna, gonna be good. So I'm just gonna give it a C because I don't really know how he is. Uh, maybe looking at some highlights, I'll probably change my mind or something. But um, I think this one deserves a C just for me. And the Jaguars sort of get an all right pick right here. Uh, 26, the Cleveland Browns selected Greg Newsome second. Cornerback, he's long. He's rangy. Cornerback, uh, can star on the opposite side of Denzel Ward. I expect him to be an immediate starter. Yeah, I think also, I think the Browns did draft this one. Uh, this Greg uh, Newsome dude. Uh, he's, I think he's, I think he's, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think he's pretty. I think he's pretty good. He has some shine on him. I've seen some highlights of him on the NFL draft, um, uh, the the film that they gave us. Um, but I still feel like the Browns, personally, I think they need bigger needs. I think they need. Um, well, I I still feel like they need some offensive linemen. That's just me, just to boost the run a little bit more for Nick Chubb. Um, no, I mean, I don't think they need offensive. Line. I'm gonna disagree with you on that because they already got a good offensive line. Like they were like ranked number one last year. So, I mean. uh, well, I'm, maybe maybe I should just rephrase that. I think um, they probably need another receiver, in my opinion, um, because, um, I mean, Baker Mayfield has, uh, like, well, Odell Beckham Jr., he kind of got out. He still has, you know, a good tight end. Um, but I still feel like the, the, the Browns, in terms of these draft picks, they needed, uh, they needed much bigger. I feel like they needed an offensive person, not a defensive person. I can see that. For 27, the arch rivals of the Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens selected Sean Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. He's a big wide receiver, man. He runs routes. He can block exceptionally well. So I think it's a great – I think it's great for the Ravens, for their system, because, you know, Lamar – Lamar's a run first quarterback, so you need receivers who can block, but can also help Lamar in the passing game. I think he'll help him out. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Ravens definitely needed a wide receiver because uh, receivers, um, you know, shine in Baltimore. Not because you know Lamar Jackson doesn't throw the ball, but um, I think because the the Ravens are. Um, John Harbaugh doesn't really, you know, he doesn't, I feel like he doesn't have that receiver that you could make plays with and routes and stuff. He does have, you know, um, like receivers like uh, who's that, uh, Willie Sneed, yeah, him, but he went to the Raiders. Um, they have, they don't really have, you know, that receiver that you could, you know, you know, have like good, like you don't have a like Julio Jones on their side or something like that. So I think this pick is good. I say two. I'll say two. For 28, New Orleans Saints, they selected Peyton Turner, defensive end. I didn't really expect him to go in the first round, but he does because he needs more developing. You know, he needs to get also this one reverse. He needs to learn his swim moves to get past that offensive line, get out, and but. I mean, like, I, I guess they, they selected him because uh, Trey Hendrickson left from the Saints, so you know, they, they needed another defensive end from Cam Jordan. 
So let's see how it works out for them. Yeah, I think I agree with that one too. I think the Saints do need some defense. I feel like the Saints overall, I think they don't really need to do that much things to their offense. So I think uh, this defensive pick as an edge rusher is good. I don't know who Payne Turner is though. Um, I don't really watch. I didn't really watch any like film on him or any sort of highlights that shined him. Uh, so I think I might just give this one probably an, a B. Uh, Number 29, Green Bay Packers. This pick is what makes Packers fans and Aaron Rodgers pretty angry. They selected a corner. Eric Stokes. Now, it's nothing against Eric Stokes. I'm pretty sure what the Packers fans are saying. Because, you know, he's physical. He's not as talented as the other guys, but athleticism can make him stand out. But the, out of, like, the all the years that Aaron Rodgers has been there as a starter – the only guy they drafted in the first round that's an offensive skill player is Jordan Love, a quarterback. Yeah. But it doesn't make him happy, man. It doesn't make him happy. Yeah, I could. I feel that for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers fans. Well, honestly, I think some Packers fans definitely like this pickup, but I feel like they really needed – they definitely needed more offensive weapons because their offense, even though their offense was super good last year, I feel like just – Aaron Rodgers needs another receiver like um, that could just, you know, be like a second threat of two teams. Like to, from be, Devontae, so it could be like yeah. Devontae and another receiver. Yeah, Devontae and another one because a lot of teams were just focused on Devontae. They wouldn't really focus on that much other uh, receivers. But uh, taking like a offensive receiver in this draft would be crucial. But you know, I guess a center back. But I'll, I'll give this one a C. What do you think? <laughs> For number 30, the Buffalo Bills selected Gregory Razou, defensive end. I barely watched any tape on him because, you know, I thought he was going to go in the second round, but he went in the first round. And he got a nonstop motor. He has range over defenders. Like, he'll win a lot of one-on-ones. Get some help on the defensive line opposite of Jerry Hughes for the Bills. So, to help him out. Come up out, reach. It can help him out to sack Patrick Mahomes. In that AFC Championship game. Okay, so for this for this grade, I'm gonna give it a probably a B because uh, the Bills do need some defensive edge rushers. That thing that would boost up their effective defense that they had last year. Uh, but um, once again, like what Alan said, I don't I don't know who this is. So I can't really give like a like a strong opinion about him. But I feel like he's. Pretty talented though, but I read right here though that he didn't play last year because he hurt his uh he hurt his stock or something. Uh, but overall, he's a big power player that um, he would feel he would uh, sort of fill that talented um, spectrum. So I think the Bills did a good job there. At thirty one, the Chiefs traded this pick, and so technically it was their pick. So it's part they traded. Orlando Brown Jr. from Ravens to the Chiefs. Since this is technically the Chiefs pick because they traded it and they got the offensive line there, I'm going to talk about that one. I think that was great from the Chiefs. They they let go of uh, who's their left tackle? Eric Fisher. They let go of him because of injuries. They bring in Orlando Brown, who was great for the Ravens yet last year at left tackle. He's gonna They're going to boost up the offensive line to protect Patrick Mahomes. I think this was a great acquisition. For the Chiefs. Yeah, I agree with that one too. Um, 
once again, I don't know what that is. I'm very sorry, but um, I think I'm, I'm agree with Alan what he said. I think Bro, you, didn't see, you didn't see Orlando and Baltimore. Mm, nope. Let me see. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, I'm gonna cat. He was good, so I think it's gonna be a great program. And the last pick, 32, Tampa Bay. And if you guys are still here at 48 minutes, we appreciate y'all. 32, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Joe Hyron. I've, I barely watched any tape on him, but I've heard a lot about him. Outside linebacker, he has an explosive first step, has potential to take over games. Y'all heard that phrase, take over games. But he dropped because he has – he has work to do in the trenches. He has to do more developing, et cetera. So that's why he dropped all the way to 32. In the trenches. <laughs> trenches. Uh, but I think the Buccaneers, honestly, like Super Bowl champion team, I don't feel like they really need anything because most of their offensive players would come back. Um, and But I think adding another edge rusher with uh, Jason Pierre-Paul would, you know, would definitely be uh, a solid or a more solid defense behind, you know, Devin White once again. One of the best. I mean, in front of you, in front of Devin White. Oh yeah, in front of him, my bad. Uh, but I think adding this edge rusher would uh, sort of, you know, Well, I do know who, who it is. I just never watched really film or highlights on him that shine uh, yeah. when he got picked. <laughs> so you know, our explanation. It's a pretty good pick. I thought the on my mock draft I had the Bucks taking uh Christian Barmore, defensive tackle from Bama, because I thought they needed maybe that rotation in the defensive line. Mm-hmm. But this gives them rotation and linebacker to help out Devin White and Levante David. So hey, I guess they know they know what they're doing over there. Yeah, honestly, for me, the Buccaneers needed. I don't think they needed anything offense. I think probably offensive. They could add maybe like a receiver if they want. I don't really know. Or a running back. But I think an edge rusher just to boost that um, defensive line with Pierre Paul would, you know, make teams have to question on which person to block uh, or double team more. So, you know, I think the Buccaneers as a champion team, this edge rush is not bad. For sure. And for, I got for the last thing, I got a question for you for this draft. Yep. Out of all the five quarterbacks, wait, yeah, all five, yeah, all five of them taken in the first round. Who do you think will be the busts, and who do you think will be the stars? Okay, so this is definitely going to be your personal opinion, but um, of course, of course, all personal opinion because we've never seen them snap NFL, so it's all personal. I mean, they did do some, you know, some, you know, workouts in the facility. Yeah, but yeah, but you know that that ain't NFL. That ain't going into the actual game playing. So. But they did like a lot of them, like Trey Lance, uh, Zach Wilson. They threw they threw some some dimes though. Uh, but the person that I feel like will be a bust, in my opinion, would be um, honestly, I think it would be Zach Wilson. Not because he's irrelevant, uh, but just because I felt like when I saw his highlights on uh, BYU, um, I feel like he's a good player. I seen his uh, like the film. He throws some dots. He has a good arm. Um, some knowledge about the field of when to throw it and where to throw it um, in the receiver's hands. But I still feel like the Jets could have taken the fields 
once again. Um, but I still feel like Zach Wilson be a bust. And I think uh, Trey Lance is a good quarterback, but I'm, I I feel like – I don't know why, but I feel like he might be a, a small bust, like slight bust. I, I feel like he's not going to perform as well uh, as mm. he did in college. Um, but I feel like he might struggle a little bit. Um, but I think those are my picks for bust. I, I, you know what? I agree with you on Zach Wilson. I think Zach is probably going to be the bust, not because he doesn't have any talent, but because the end, I think it'll be hard for him to transition to the NFL with him being on the Jets. That's a horrible situation. The Jets have nobody to help him out. So it's going to take him forever to develop. And they might be, it might be another uh, Sam Darnold. It, yeah. the, the NFL is weird now. If the if, if a quarterback doesn't develop in two years, they think he's a bust. So I think it will be Zach and the other quarterback I'm going to say might surprise a lot of people. I'm saying Trevor Lawrence. And I'm not saying he's going to be a bust, like a flat-out bust, like this man can't do anything. <laughs> no. Like, no, I think he'll just be like a bust where he won't make it what people expect him to make it, like to go with, John Elway's and them and to win Super Bowls and to do all these things. Like I think he'll probably the best he'll do is probably one SB. And that's still actually falling short of expectations that they have for him. So and he might not not he might not even get that Super Bowl. So I think the first two picks, probably be the bus. And then the other three, Trey, he's going into a great situation with the Niners. And that's not even me being biased, like being a Niner fan. Like I actually think like he's going into the best situation and Shani will help him out and develop and everything. And then Justin Fields, I just think he's an NFL quarterback. If, if the Bears don't mess him up, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be a good one. And then uh, Mac Jones, he's also going in a good situation. So I don't think he'll be a bust either. I think he'll be good. Yeah, I just wanted to add this in, though. Uh, I think I do agree oh. with you with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think, like, he is kind of overhyped. He's sort of, like, uh, he's overrated at, uh, sometimes sometimes people like like talk about him so much that it makes him overrated so like there's a lot of expectations a lot of pressure on him as a quarterback or as a young quarterback going into the NFL where there's no one really cares if you get hit or anything like that but um, I feel like he will change the dyna- dynamic of the system and the franchise but um, he is kind of overhyped, so he's a lot of pressure on his shoulders uh, to perform very well. So it might, it might turn out to be small bust. Though. Might yeah, like, like yeah, I agree with you. Like that, that's our thing. Like we don't think Trevor's gonna be like a, a bust, like where he's just yeah, completely yeah. trash, but like where he's not gonna live up to those expectations that Giselle previously mentioned that they have him so high on this pedestal. Yeah, that's true. So you know, I agree with that. Well, that is the end of the episode, guys. Hope you know if you guys made it to 55 minutes, we appreciate that, right? We took serious time, serious thoughts. So, thanks, Giselle, for being on the episode, being here with me today. We're sure gonna have. Appreciate you having me, though. For sure, for sure, we're gonna have you on more episodes, talk about more football. You know what I'm saying? So, thanks for giving out, man, and we'll see y'all in the next one. Peace out. Yep. See ya.